Welcome to Everyday Theology, a podcast designed to equip and encourage the local church as we follow Jesus together. I'm Pastor Josh, the head honcho around here, and I'm here today <laughs> oh, with uh, my friend, co-pastor Joseph Hall. Yes. And today we get to talk about the fun subject of tattoos. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one. Yeah. Only pastor without them. That's right. We're going to talk about that. Okay. And here's the, here's why I want to talk about this. Just some reasons. One, I think, is because it's very practical and uh, it's a subject that has real life application. Like we have people in our church who are getting tattoos, have tattoos, want to get tattoos, thinking through, should I do this? In fact, a uh, fun fact, did you know that Richmond is the third most tatted city in the United States of America? I did know that. And I also knew that it has the most tattoo parlors per capita yes in the world what in the Believe world it? i'm gonna say it because nobody's fact checking me <laughs> <laughs> so it's a thing right yeah That's, it's obviously true and uh it's rarely if ever discussed from the pulpit mm-hmm. not because we are scared to talk about it or um you know we're skipping over parts just because it doesn't doesn't come up a whole lot outside of like maybe an off comment or small fire point of application or something like that potentially in fact, I was trying to think through this uh, in my, you know, 10 plus years of preaching. I don't know that I've ever preached a sermon on on this ever. Um, it I think would I've be surprising it. if you had, just to be honest, like with how we try to teach through the Bible. Yeah. It would be surprising if you did a whole sermon on tattoos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I haven't preached through Leviticus, which is we'll get to is only the the only explicit mention right. of tattoos, and even that's somewhat debated. But um, <laughs> it's you know you could get there in other places, but that's that's about it. So we haven't we haven't covered it, and and it's also personally very relevant and on my mind lately because mm-hmm. I recently got some new ink. I know it looks sweet. Yes, yeah. I tend to be jealous whenever people get new ink because well we're gonna get to that. Yeah. That, that's my goal, to make you jealous and envious. Yeah, this does feel like a targeted <laughs> episode. I brought him in here for this very reason. <laughs> By the time we're finished with this episode, we're probably going to head straight to the tattoo parlor and uh, get get something done. For yeah, sure. I, based on what you told me, you know, that you can't do that anymore. you got to wait months it, and months. Uh, you can, uh, but it depends where you go. Uh, you want to see that kind of stuff. Okay. So uh, we'll see then. So I, I have tattoos. Joe doesn't, uh, but I'm, I'm not the I'm not alone uh, in on the pastoral team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, I think almost all of us, except you. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. Tattoos. Again. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. Which raises the question: Could we be the most tatted pastoral team in the SBC? Ah, I don't know, man. I think the guys at Remnant are pretty. That's true. That is very tatted. true. That yeah. is very true. Yeah. So there's there's some contenders. We're definitely in the. Maybe if I got on board, I don't know. We'll see. You get a face tat or oh, something. We no. would definitely be winning. That's definitely not happening. So you don't currently, Joe. You don't have any tattoos at the moment, but you've talked about it on several occasions. Do you plan to get a tattoo? If you do, what what would you get? So I have wanted the same tattoo since my junior year of college, which was 2012, and. Um, I want I want to tell the word so mm. it's was that it's like it's done Greek. did that in Greek or something yeah, right yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> it's the Greek word that Jesus said that that's translated it is finished uh, when he was on the cross and uh, it also means paid in full um, the way some commentators describe it as like the greatest word ever spoken in the history of the world 
uh, which tends to be my hmm. feelings about it. Uh, I think obviously, I mean, you obviously get it on your body forever. Right. Right. I think Spurgeon described it as an ocean of meaning and a drop of language, mm. which is really mm. beautiful, which he had lots of tattoos, right? Yeah. Obviously. Uh, so obviously <laughs> I, I try to do everything like Spurgeon, grow a beard, have tattoos. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I definitely have wanted that. My, my parents, disapprove of mm. tattoos will you share this episode with your mother definitely well it depends on where we go from here okay almost definitely <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that's the one that i've wanted um but i haven't gotten it for that reason so for what reason i'm sorry i missed that that my parents okay my parents, I don't so wanna... if we get them on board it's happening pretty much yes um, so yeah, I would want to tell us I, I have talked, I'm pretty close at this point to, to getting one. I've talked to Nancy and Chuck mm-hmm. Allen. They want the same one. What? So we might just make a big, you know, to tell us that. Yeah. Yeah. Be like a gang now. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was starting its own gang yeah, in the church. It's going to be sweet. Oh. So be on the lookout for I'm that. I'm just kind of offended that I was not invited to the Tetelestai party. I mean, you can come. You just got that giant new thing, though. So I That's true. I'm still maybe, healing up. Yeah. Maybe you need some time to rest. Yeah. But although you don't have any current tattoos, you have designed tattoos <laughs> for others. Is that, that is, true? Uh, not kind of. Not really. So, Scott. Ben's, it's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. I think you sent me the logos originally. I thought from you some designed ministry the icons. Kind of a thing. I what I did was switch two of them, so I didn't actually draw any of them. I just switched the order that they were in. Hmm. But you, so you don't you know. like the story better that the way. Yeah, that, I like it. Yeah. Joe's a uh, future tattoo artist. Could this be a new side hustle for for Joe? If people like you know fonts, hmm. you got the font. Game. I can do fonts. Strong. Yeah, and like straight lines. Anything that's not artwork, actually, you know, like <laughs> if, if I can design it on a computer, then I'm, I'm in. There you go. Yeah. So what is that so, tattoo? I don't think we've said it. Maybe I'm sure you've seen it. If he's you, got the five solas yeah. logos. Yeah. Sort of icons for each one. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sweet. cool. Scott, we love your tattoo. It's, it's great. Yep. And, yep. uh, maybe you can join the Tetelestai gang and get another one. Maybe you know, who knows? I don't know. It's, we'll see how exclusive we're going to be. I'm not. I don't want to open invitations yet. Totally understandable. Yeah. Yeah. At this point. Cool. <laughs> but this, this does raise a question, right? Mm-hmm. So like it should Christians be getting tattoos? Isn't it, isn't it a sin to get a tattoo? Isn't that condemned in scripture? So how would we, how would you answer that? Well, I think the primary place that people go to, to support that argument that, that getting tattoos uh, would be a sin is Leviticus 19. So I can read that. Yeah. That's sort of proof us. text there. Uh, it's Leviticus 19, verse 28, and it says, You shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead or tattoo yourselves, colon, I am the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, that settles it. No tattoos. It does feel pretty explicit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely does. Mm-hmm. A couple things to consider, because uh, this is a real question, a valid question. I think some people are trying to take the Bible seriously, and so I'm not trying to discount that. Like, hey, here it is. I've, you know, I Googled it, and this is what came up, and it seems pretty clear. You should not tattoo yourselves. Um, and if uh, read in isolation uh, to the rest of the scripture or even what's around that 
passage in its context for understanding what where these commands are coming from, who they're given to. I could see how one could draw that conclusion, and that, so that's totally understandable. A um, couple of things I would say to that. One is the meaning of the word, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. I'm no Hebrew scholar. Kethobeth. Um, that sounded really nice. Have to get MD yeah. Micah to check us on uh, that. That's on, right. We'll, on, we'll have him in here soon. On that. There's actually some debate about whether that should be translated as tattoos or not at all. Um, in fact, some would say what's actually going on there, which was a more common practice than what we might think of as tattoos, was cutting themselves and painting their bodies up in sort of you know pagan worship and trying to appease appease the gods, right? Um, and if that's the case, if that's correct, then really what we should be talking about is should Christians wear makeup or mm. should we Christians paint their faces at the fall festivals because that would be – you know, the prohibition there. Wow. Turn, but, turn that one around real quick. Yeah. What do you think about that now? Uh, <laughs> but let's just, let's just say for the sake of argument that it is a, an explicit reference to tattoos, which it could be. Um, I, I still don't think it applies today in a one for one fashion um, because uh, we understand that we are no longer under the Levitical uh, law, the s- civil and ceremonial laws that were given to the nation of Israel at that time that has been fulfilled. Um, and so Christians are not obligated to obey those commands and and i think most christians recognize this at least in some fashion um, because even there you know there's some commands in that same chapter just a few verses earlier about not wearing clothing with two different types of fabric so yeah. you have you know unless all your shirts are 100 percent cotton, 100% cotton. Uh, that's all you can wear you are in violation of leviticus 19 too or about trimming or marring the edges of your beard which Joe's never had to do. Nope. <laughs> he's never. Don't have to worry yeah, about so that he's, one. He's good on that one. But, but um, uh, steak, unless you cook it fully charred. Yeah. You know, if it's, it's got a, any of the blood in it. It's a no-go. If you plant a garden, you can't eat the fruit for at least, was it three years, four years, something like that, yeah. uh, before you're allowed to do it. Otherwise, you'd be violating Leviticus 19. So, um, you know, we have fourth, to— The fourth year. We have to understand who was this command given to, which was the, the 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 Jewish people under the Mosaic Covenant, and then we have to ask, okay, now on this side of the, the cross under the New Covenant, how does this apply to us? And we're not, you know, not doing anything slimy here. The same would apply to pretty much every command that you you come across in the Old Testament. We have to think about this in sort of a redemptive historical manner. Uh, an easy example is if someone, you know pulled out Genesis 6 and showed you a command that says you should build an ark of gopher wood um, and it has all the measurements and say, see, Christian, you're not obeying this. Well, you obviously go, it's well, yes, uh, <laughs> that was for a specific person, for a specific reason that's now been fulfilled. And so there's no reason that Christians should be out building. The only right response to that is just how many cubits. That's right. Get it done, bro. Um, and. And so we have to be good readers of of the Bible. Um, that said, uh, I think the the heart of the command uh, there uh, was really uh, less about ink on the skin or ink in the skin, uh, but was more about participation in pagan worship and 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 maintaining fidelity to to Yahweh. And and so in that sense, I think Leviticus nineteen twenty eight still applies uh, in in that way. So if, for example, uh, tattoos in in your context is uh, an indication of of that you are you know associated with pagan deities or doing it as an act of worship or trying to appease some dead relative, then you should not you should not get uh, a tattoo. Um, not because there's anything inherently or intrinsically evil about getting ink in your skin, um, but because uh, God wants you know, full allegiance from his mm-hmm. people. And, and he doesn't want us to do anything that would give the indication that we are um, confused about the God that we worship. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the big one. 
that that usually comes up, which right. I, I think is is pretty easy to to, to you know to, to unpack. But there's another one that comes up sometimes in this discussion. Yeah, this is the one my grandparents would have uh, pointed to, the First Corinthians six. Defile in the temple. Yep, nineteen twenty. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Mm. So don't desecrate them temple, man. With those those tattoos, it's not your body; it's the Lord. Um, What's interesting is what is what does Paul actually say? What does he describe as defiling the temple? Is it tattoos? Nope. What, What exactly is it? He's talking about sexual immorality. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very different. Two, two very different, different yeah. things. Uh, and so we have to be careful. Uh, yes. Yes. And amen. Our body is not our own. Uh, it is the Lord's. We belong to him. We were bought with a hefty price, the blood of, of his only son. And therefore we should strive to honor God with our bodies. But then to jump from that to therefore you should not tattoo yourselves is not a connection that the Bible ever makes. And if you're going to do that, I mean, you can pretty much open the door to, to about anything. Don't right. pluck your eyebrows because your body is the Lord. Don't and you're, round you're, off the edges of your beard. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Um, or, and you can't just say, well, you know, if something is un- – sometimes it's like, well, it's unhealthy or you're injuring, you know, at least mm. the, the outer layers of your epidermis or something. Mm, you know, the, uh, epidermis. Skin. I don't know if that's even true. Yeah. But uh, it says, so therefore, you're, you're you know, destroying, you know, the, the temple. But to use that sort of line of argumentation, you'd also have to say that sugar is defiling the right. temple. Pretty, much, pretty right. much fast food is defiling the temple and therefore you Everything. should not do it. And it would also change year to year as the diet – recommendations change that's true it is hard to keep your finger on the pulse <laughs> of like impossible. what exactly holy smokes is healthy or yeah. not yeah so th- those are the two big ones that are often leveled at tattoo advocates uh like you can't do this as a christian i think they're, they're easy to explain uh, and i think more positively uh, the bible even speaks about tattoos uh, uh in in a, with a good spin in some ways uh although i think they're all kind of metaphors but yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you could argue that even Jesus uh, has a tattoo uh, that's right. associated with us, and and so Isaiah forty nine sixteen. Yeah, behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. Mm. So you have the engraving on the palms. Oh, he's got hand tats, which is. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting place. Man. That's where I was thinking for my. <laughs> Obviously, God is spirit, doesn't have a body, and so he's not speaking literally here. But I think it is interesting how he's speaking of this in sort of a positive way and trying to communicate his people, um, to his people, how much um, that they belong to him, that they are his, that he loves them. Um, and I think that's an interesting way to to describe it uh, if if God was completely anti-tattoos. And this is not yeah. only gets brought up that I've I probably used in our Revelation series. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you if did I did You did reference it. Yeah, Revelation 19, verse 16. On his robe and on his thigh, he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Dang, thigh tat. Yeah, Jesus got that's intense. Tat. That's intense. So some, some people would be really offended when Jesus shows up and he's got, <laughs> <laughs> when he's got tattoos. What is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really – and that's not the only reference – in revelation to tattoos there's a lot of them yeah actually yeah if you would describe it as tattoos right so revelation 3 revelation 7 revelation 9 revelation 14 you got talks about on lock our tattoos we have just recently right. gone through revelation so it's we fresh did. in my mind yep um talks about the seal of god on our foreheads uh the, the name and of, of god and the name of our father will, will be on our foreheads so i guess we're all going to be mike tysoned up yeah you know, come Face tats for everybody. The term Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which yeah. again, I realize uh, we realize that Revelation is a very literal book, and so this is speaking very literally about actual tattoos on our foreheads. Yeah, there's no symbols, no at symbolism all. at all. Literal, this is so. not a metaphor. No, obviously, I don't think we're actually getting literal tattoos on our foreheads, um, or that Jesus even necessarily has an actual tattoo on on his thigh. But I do think it's interesting that some, sometimes the way the Bible speaks more positively of that sort of it idea. would seem strange if it were strictly forbidden and sinful to reference it in a non-negative way yeah yeah but so maybe maybe the the biblical reasoning is it is it right or wrong isn't necessarily why someone would or would not get a tattoo so for myself for example mine is not uh is it right or wrong it's more a, a matter of conscience so how would you sort of handle that yeah question which is uh which is an important question because while it's not intrinsically sinful to get a tattoo, it still could be sinful for you, for me, right? Um, which is an interesting thing. So when you talk about issues of conscience, you know, the Bible, Revelation 14, 1 Corinthians 8 through 10 deals with this. Romans. You know, Romans, Romans, sorry, 14. Romans 14. Um, I can't remember which one, but he talks about each person should be fully convinced mm-hmm. in his own mind as it relates to these, you know, matters of conscience. Uh, in other words, uh, whatever you believe about this, you should be be sure. You shouldn't have doubts about it. Um, and if you do have doubts, you shouldn't do it um, because anything that does not proceed from faith is sin. Is sin. Yeah. Uh, so if you felt in your heart of hearts that – let's just take tattoos out of the equation uh, – that uh, eating sugar – uh, because your body is the temple or whatever um, was a sinful practice because you want to be a good steward of the body that God has given you. Um, and you felt like you'd be dishonoring God by partaking in sugar. You know, um, you should not eat sugar. Right. Not because um, it's an inherently sinful or sinful for everybody universally, but because if you can't do it in sincere faith, if you can't do it and saying, I- I'm doing this as an expression of of, of worship and, and to the glory of God, then you shouldn't do it. Right. Right. And that's what makes it tricky is is in matters of conscience, they might apply to you and not to everyone. And so that's where it gets challenging. And how do we how do we even talk about this and, and help people make decisions? Yeah. And how do we walk together as a family mm-hmm. who maybe have um, differing opinions about yeah. these these matters of, of conscience where we might see things differently? And I think it, it means at times that we have to we have to prioritize our brother and try to to love and our brother and accept the one I think you said whose faith is weak and whose faith is strong, yep. uh, and try yep. to walk together regardless of where we land on maybe some of these these things. Yeah. So, matter of conscience uh, for me would be um, that's why I I haven't gotten one. It's been eleven years that I've wanted the same one, and I still don't have it. And it's I, because of that I don't have uh, complete confidence that it would mm. be the right thing for me. So, so I should stop pressuring you then, probably. Oh well, yeah, you should get off my back. <laughs> I should get off his yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that so it doesn't settle the matter though, right? Because I think there's still more to consider. I right. think is it sin uh, for me or for everybody is a good place to start. Yeah, but there's still more to the equation, and so we have to ask: Is it wise for a Christian to get a tattoo? Right. Yeah. So. What what are the the sort of parameters that we put around describing something as wise or not? Yeah. So the first place we would start is probably like what are the risks? Like what are the downsides of of doing this? Yeah. Which there are risks. I think they're minimal these days um, in most places. But these are not medical facilities, <laughs> <laughs> and the people that are doing this work are not doctors. Um, right. And so there there is. 
you know, some, some risk there. Uh, so maybe your idea earlier of just like running out to the probably, nearest. Probably, yeah, probably not. Nearest not, available. Not, not the greatest <laughs> idea. And, and even if they do, they take all the necessary precautions, you know, um, there's still a chance that your body could respond negatively to, to that to that sort of thing. Um, reject the ink, you know, they could, there's, there's infections that can happen. Um, essentially you're creating a, a, a wound. Um, and, and so there's all kinds of potential for bacteria to get in there and, and problems to, to arise from that. So the, there is some, some risk to consider. There um, are some physical risks. Then the other, the other thing is like just stewardship wise, is this a wise decision to spend the money? Cause it's not cheap. You know, you've been telling me, you know, tattoos are not what cheap. it takes for yeah. this for a good tattoo. You know, I'm right. sure I'm sure somebody out there will do it. Right. You know, for 25 bucks. I'm sure prison tats. Oh boy, are cheap. Uh, Dave you would gotta, know. Dave you gotta Spain. Get oh no, <laughs> <laughs> you got to get into prison to get one of those. I'm so. teasing. We love you, Dave. I don't yeah. know if he's got any prison tats. I don't think so. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, a good tat. Just to kind of give you an, an idea for those of you who are unaware, I think a, a good tattoo artist is going to charge you 150 to 200 dollars an hour, um, and and depending on the the size and placement and what you're getting, um, you know that could be you know well over a grand or, or two, depending on the size of it. Maybe um, I should take this up as a side. Game. Yeah, I think yeah. Tetelestai wouldn't wouldn't take very long, <laughs> to, unless it's super elaborate. But um, so that that is something to consider because I think sometimes I, you know, especially with younger folks, I think we can be more impulsive in in our purchasing decisions. And, yeah, it's and, like I'd love a giant aquarium in my house, but. <laughs> Fiscal, fiscally is that, is that irresponsible. Yeah, I, so it's a new thing for me. We got a we got a beta fish. Oh my gosh! Like just one little fish in a little tank, and it just kind of quickly made me want like mm-hmm. a you know tank with a shark in it. Oh my god, that would no, be awesome. That was question, amazing. and you can delete this if if you don't feel like sharing this on air. Have you bought another beta fish to fight the fish? No, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have not bought another beta fish to fight. The Which, if you don't know, I'm, I'm told that they will they will fight to the death. The, the males. If you put two male beta fishes mm-hmm. in a tank, which is interesting, why aren't they called alpha fishes? Because that you that know, is true. Alpha a, alpha sort of personality. Very valid point. But they're beta fishes. We're, fish. We're, we've is actually fish been, is a word. Fishy. <laughs> we've actually been prayerfully considering whether we should start a beta fish fighting ring Holy in the smokes. basement of the church. Mm. Yeah, raise some funds for the kingdom. I'm, I'm not in for that. No. Finsley is is our fish and. Finsley? Yeah, Finsley. Lucy named her. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, fiscally irresponsible for me to get a shark tank in my house. Probably so. Even if I wanted it. And it is not sinful. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's going to mean, if getting a tattoo means not paying your bills or not giving generously or whatever, mm-hmm. then you probably shouldn't shouldn't be doing it. So right. something to really consider. Uh, another one is how does uh, impact my evangelistic efforts? And this is a real question, too, yes, because you know not only is this a somewhat getting less controversial, I understand, but somewhat controversial in our own culture in America. But when you go to other countries, it's way more controversial, potentially uh, totally derailing for any kind of gospel conversation. Because mm-hmm. there are entire cultures that believe tattoos are are just demonic. That mm-hmm. is the definition of them, and so. If you're if you're considering going to a culture like that, it would be, I, you know, I would say that would be quickly sinful to do that because you're going to be completely hindering your your ministry. Yeah, at best it would be foolish and yeah. create unnecessary barriers, which is not not good. And I've experienced both the positive and negative side of this. Right, like you know, my my tattoos have opened up plenty of opportunities for gospel conversations. For all of my tattoos have are either 
from scripture or from theologians I love and kind of inspired that way. And so it, it enables me to be able to speak to that. Um, at, at the same time, I remember even in Romania, mm-hmm. uh, when we took a trip over there, it becoming a, a real barrier, uh, to gospel, gospel conversations because people couldn't get over the fact that I had a tattoo right. on my arm. I'm like, I'm trying to talk about Jesus. And it's just like, I don't understand. Like right. this doesn't make any sense. So right. that's a, that's a real thing uh, that can, can work both positively. It and can negatively. go both ways for yeah. sure. Cause that's part of the draw for me of, of getting the tattoo tattoo is that I would be able to talk about what it means. Uh, if, if people ask me. Sure. Yeah. Which raises an issue, a question of placement. If you thought about it, if you did get it, where would you get it? Yeah, I think it's silly to get a tattoo that no one would see. So that's what, you know, my parents are. Unless you're like a shirt off kind of guy. Which I am just you're definitely that. not. <laughs> I'm definitely not a shirt off kind of guy. Uh, but my, you know, that's my parents' question every time I bring it up is, you know, why don't you just get it on your back or, you know, your mm-hmm. shoulder or, no or something. See it. Nobody can see it. And I was like, including oh, well, yourself that's, if it's right, on your back. That's the whole, you know, mirror, the whole point mirror. is that it would mean something that would. Uh, cause conversation that would be hopefully God honoring. Uh, but so, yeah, that's a, that's a real question. And placement, I think particularly matters uh, to, to vocation. Um, now I will say, like you, you've mentioned, I think tattoos at sort of the, you know, societal level are becoming way more accepted. Um, mm-hmm. And so, particularly in like the Richmond area, for example. So like you CEOs, all kinds of business owners, you know, people, professionals have, have tattoos. And so it's not that uncommon, but it, there still is a chance. It could be a barrier uh, to, to landing a job or certain positions. If, if the person that, that you're reporting to or the person who owns the the business doesn't tend to, or tends to look down on, on those types of, right. of decisions. Right. Definitely something to consider in terms of, is this a wise decision for me? Yeah. 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 Like is a neck tat, really the, a, a good, a good decision. The answer could be yes. Uh, but you have to understand what, what it could mean for landing a job. People might automatically, you know, stereotype you as something and that could, could create challenges that, you know, for, for someone yeah. in, in vocation. Yeah. What about people who are married or desire to be married? How should they think about this? I didn't think as much about the desire to me. That's a good question because you don't know who your spouse will be yet. Yeah. As, as someone who's worked with youth for, for almost 10 years now, that's, that's definitely something that I've, I've walked with some, some youth through, like, how do you make this decision about whether to get a tattoo or Mm. not in light of your, your future hopes for, for your family? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I had not given much thought to that. I have given a lot of thought, um, to what, what my own spouse think. Right. Which I think is something that we should can you know consider and talk through with our spouses, yeah. um, because you know by virtue of marriage you are one flesh. You know, and, and yeah. Paul would say in First Corinthians, your body is not your own. Body not, is not, not only does it belong to the Lord, but in the sense it also belongs to your to your spouse. That's right. Um, and so they have a right to speak about what you do with with your body. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean you know my you know to put all my cards on the table. My wife is not super amped up about tattoos. She's not like, Oh, I wish you'd get some more tattoos. Right. Um, she's, she's not a huge fan, uh, but it's something that she's definitely supported me in and said, all yeah. right, well, if this is something that, that you want to do and you, you know, it matters to yeah. you, then, then, then I'm game. And if she felt differently, like if she felt strongly enough where she said, I really wish she would not do this, um, then I wouldn't as yeah. much as I, yeah, as I want, want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's at least something to talk about. For with, sure. With your spouse. And and I would encourage those of you who maybe aren't married but desire to be married to, to seriously consider um, the reality that Paul talks about in First Corinthians, that at some point, if you do get married, your body will not be your own. Mm-hmm. And 
And so if, maybe it could be wise to wait. Yeah, I, that's I would encourage waiting. Um, In general, I think waiting as it relates to tattoos is a good practice. <laughs> good principle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it is so permanent. And I right. think that's something you have, like, is this something that I really want on my body for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Um, because while there is tattoo removal, it's even worse, more painful than tattooing itself. And it's, it's super expensive. Um, and so the likelihood of that happening is small. And I feel like you kind of end up with just like a Scars. white version of yeah. your tattoo from yeah. scarred, which is less pronounced, version. less obvious, but still doesn't look, you know, doesn't look like nothing happened here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this is a, a kind of like a permanent decision, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of the reasons Piper would say you shouldn't do it. You know? Right. <laughs> so and we could be totally wrong on this. You know, Piper would yeah. say he would, Piper wouldn't say it's sinful, but is, as it relates to wisdom, he would say it's unwise. In fact, <laughs> driving this morning here knowing we're gonna talk about this i i listened to a podcast that was six reasons why you should not get a tattoo nice by john piper four was the most hilarious to me he was like because they're ugly (laughs) (laughs) to be fair he says like this is my opinion but he's like they're so ugly you should not do this oh that's hilarious yeah yeah so i yeah i still after it's the wisdom piece for me that that makes me hesitant still, even even today on is this the right thing for me to do? Uh, you know, even part of my role here is missions. Yeah. And so if if I'm hoping to to lead our church to engage with cultures around the world, would it be best if I let this, you know, totally okay thing pass me by because I need to be more open and more engaged in what the Lord has called me to do and and so you know, sacrificing getting a tattoo for the sake of being able to access places and people that, that it might hinder me from. Yeah. But then, you know, at the same time, I also would love to have that conversation starter of getting straight to who Jesus is and what he has done with that single word. Yeah. So I think that's uh, you're thinking about rightly uh, for sure. And uh, I think that I, even that willingness to say, I will forego my Christian freedom for the sake of someone else. Uh, I think is is the the right thing to do. And maybe there's a compromise. Maybe you could just write it on on your arm and pen, you know, <laughs> just and a little then, sharpie. And then you can erase just, it, you know, when you go overseas and things like that. There you go. So, <laughs> I did I did write it on my arm in sharpie one time years just back, to just to see do you if like it bothered it. me to have something on my arm there. Fun it didn't fact about me. about me, and and I'll and I'll shut up about this. But as a child, I used to my mom didn't let me draw myself, so I would draw pictures in paper on paper cut them out and tape them to my body <laughs> that is incredible <laughs> oh. look now mom what you think and children that is how you respect and honor your oh. parents <laughs> do not we should have a disclaimer <laughs> beginning of this episode uh, that's right well any final words joe on tattoos no i think you know i just hope that this has been helpful for helping people think through this decision uh like you said it's not something that i would take lightly you know don't don't just like doodle on yourself uh, and just do without any thought, but, but really give some, give some time and, and conversation with the people yeah. who, who need to be involved in that conversation to, to really make sure is this the, the wise thing for me to do right now? Yeah. And all things we want to strive to honor the Lord and, and, and honor our, our brothers and sisters around us. All right. Well, that's all for this episode of Everyday Theology. If you have questions or would like to find out more about anything we've touched on today, we'd love to hear from you. You can find our contact information on our website at www.birdchurch.com. Until next week, let's keep following Jesus together.